from the creator of the award-winning Remarkable Results Radio Podcast. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record... Hello, friends. Carm Capriato here, the aftermarket podcast guy, and I'm with Judy Haglin from Haglin Automotive in her very own For the Record episode, speaking to her passion. Hey, do you consider yourself an early adopter? Do you like to stay ahead of the technology curve? Well, if your answers are yes, then FlexCheck Auto is designed for you. Not only is the FlexCheck Auto Digital Vehicle Inspection Platform flexible and 100% customizable to your shop's needs, it's the most innovative DVI software available because it adopts to your processes. That's important. Now, you know DVI is revolutionizing the auto industry, and if you've been thinking about making the switch from a paper inspection process, well, then start your 30-day free trial with FlexCheck Auto today. You'll be joining the industry-leading cutting-edge shops that are enjoying increased average repair order and more satisfied customers with FlexCheck Auto. All good reasons to go to FlexCheckAuto.com and get started today. Hey, glad to have you engaged with the For the Record podcast series. Now, if you're listening on desktop and you'd love to be mobile, it's easy. You can download my listening app from your app store. Just search for Remarkable Results Radio and subscribe. Or go to your favorite podcast listening app and subscribe to Remarkable Results Radio. They're all there. As always, the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media. LLC. Judy Haglin, Haglin Automotive, been a great contributor to the show, has a passion for numbers and marketing. She has a chance to set up why you need to track your marketing efforts and determine which give you the greatest return. She has a few great ideas on how to do it and why tracking and the numbers has helped her marketing investment pay dividends for her. Good morning. This is Judy Haglin for the record. I wanted to just share with you today, uh, my passion is numbers and data. And I also want to share power over marketing. Everybody markets, everybody's out there doing their thing. But the power over marketing is really tracking your data and tracking what you are doing and what people are bringing in and how it's all working. So my challenge, I guess, for you is, and I'm always a challenger, take that idea, knowledge is great, but putting it into play is, is that's where the power and the beauty comes in, and that's where you make changes in your business. Know your results and your data, um, and use that information to move your business forward. Has always been Dana's and my philosophy in our business, and has worked very well for us. So when I turned to marketing, um, Carm had another, um, for the record, where he talked about the 13 um, basic ideas for marketing. Those were awesome ideas, but you need to take a next step. How are you tracking all of those? So I'll take an example of he mentioned BNI as as a as a great place to get um, new people. If you aren't tracking how many people are coming in and spending money, and if they're coming back for more than one visit, how do you know that's really worth your investment? And are you getting your ROI? So I want to talk about uh, one awesome tool that I have put into play over the last 10 years, and it has given me the power to sit across from any 
any salesperson and say, yes, I like your program. No, it doesn't bring me the ROI. And I turn around and I, I pull up my source report and I'll say, I spent $1,200 with you last year. And one customer came in, they didn't come back for a second visit. I just don't think I'm going to do that again. And that's very powerful to be able to talk to any one of your salespeople that call trying to sell you on whatever program it is, whether it be the massive mailers that go out or if it's the new movers program. It's great to be able to have that data and, and to know that you've made the right decision. So starting out, the, the best way to do this, and I have Mitchell, so I'm going to talk kind of Mitchell. You can do it on pretty much any management software system, is that you put in the customer screen how they found us. And it's a very simple process. You say, hey, I'm really glad you came in today. How did you find us? What brought you here? How did you, how did you get here? They're going to say, oh, a friend. That would be great. That's a friend referral. Or they're going to say, I found you online or Yelp. Or I saw a postcard. I saw your promotion in the grocery store. Wherever and whatever it was, you need to track that source. Then you put that same source into your invoice. And every single time that customer comes in from here on out, you put that source. And the first time is, is um, let's say it's a let's say it's a BNI because we use BNI. It's a BNI. He's the it's a first visit, so it's a BNI first. Several months go by, he comes back for recommended services and you put him down and it goes in, the source never changes in Mitchell. It's always the same on the customer screen. You can look back and say, huh, he's a BNI person. And you look back on his history, he's brought in his car once, it's the second visit, so you choose BNI second. Then you go along and he comes back for an oil change three or four months later. That one is going to be BNI third, and I have three plus as my um, source there. My philosophy is that if you get them to come in for three or more times, you should have them as a customer. As that as that process goes, and it, it's not instant. You have to do this data for a while. It takes it takes six months to a year. Everybody can start today and have this data just building up. Then you can pull a source report, and it will tell you. Each one of those sources, whether it's acquisition or retention, whatever piece you've sent out, mainly acquisition, that what's working. I had an example of a new movers program many years ago, and I was paying $250 a month. I would get in 10 customers a month. It sounded great. Um, but then I went, wow, is this really, is, is this really worth it? Am I, am I really am I seeing these customers again? And that's, and that's the point at which I started tracking first, second, and third sources because I didn't know. And I couldn't make that decision of do I get rid of that person, that program, or do I keep it? At 10 new customers a month, uh, everybody would say, yeah, that's probably a good thing. But as I started to do the source tracking, they were not coming back for a second visit, let alone a third visit. So I decided that after six months of that data that I was done with that program and invested that money into, at that point, started to go into online SEO and Google um, and putting more, more of my efforts that way. It allows, by tracking this, it allows you to really have the knowledge to make the right decision and not just a decision that is, well, what are you thinking today? How do I really feel about that? By tracking this way, 
and knowing my sources and how many times they're coming in to visit, it's really allowed me to make good decisions that have brought our business forward in the world. It has allowed me to know that online presence is where I need to be putting and focusing our monies in our market. What I do want to point out is that when you're in a 20 group or with other groups out there and you talk about marketing, everyone wants to talk about the silver bullet and what's the best way. If someone across the country is doing a um, mudlick male piece or a shark piece that is working very well for them, that may or may not work for me. You need to know what you try, make sure that you track it, and then make your decision based on your demographics, your people, and who and what customers you really want to bring in that's going to that's gonna take your shop to the next level. So in closing, I just am a firm believer in knowing your data. Uh, when you go and you're doing your marketing, there's several numbers, and I'm going to I'm going to just throw them out here, and most of you probably know this information. And putting it all together, you can decide whether you need acquisition or retention in your marketing. What is the return on investment? You need to know that any marketing piece, however much money, um, AAA costs me $12.50 a year. I bring in a whole lot more than that. And that's definitely one that's worth worth keeping. I had another program where I was spending $3,600 a year and it was bringing in $5,000. The ROI was not there. I am no longer doing that program. You need to know your one-time visitor percentage um, so that you know how many people are not coming back and, and visiting. And that could be a huge retention issue you may have at your shop. Your, is your front staff doing what you need to have done to bring them back? Are they friendly? Is your place clean? All of those major things that don't cost you any money, but figuring out whether or not you have a retention issue there. Uh, frequency. How many times does a customer bring their car in? Is it two, two and a half times a year? I know everybody's seeing that decline with the longer oil changes, but how do you, how do you keep that number up? What's your new customer percentage? That's a good one for acquisition. Are you at least 20% more are gaining 20% new customers every year over your database from the, the actual customers that came in from the year before? Uh, the, st the stat is that 10%, you lose 10% every year due to death, people moving, um, just going away. And if you're, not, if you're not building over that 10%, you're going the wrong direction. Got to know what your car count is, what you can handle, your labor hours per ticket, and your labor hours produced, and then what's your labor hour inventory is one of the other big numbers that um, I've trended towards as far as knowing what my, my capacity is, and then what, how many cars I can handle. And then that'll decide whether I need to do more acquisition or retention marketing based on those numbers. So with all of that being said, I think the couple key points that I'd really like to, to just reiterate is in order to have, or have power over marketing and the decisions that you make in the monies that you spend in that marketing and what it brings in, I would suggest that you look at doing some source tracking using your first, second, and three plus um, visits so that you know what the data is, you know what the average RO is, you know if that's the right, if that's the right marketing that's bringing in the correct customer for your shop. 
And I'd also like to leave you with that knowledge is power. I totally agree with that. But I also believe that knowledge that you have, if you don't put it into play and make changes in your shop, that knowledge just sits on the shelf and you don't make any any motions forward. Um, I am definitely passionate about the data and your numbers. Know, know your numbers, know what your shop can do, know what the possibilities and what what's out there for them. And make sure that you're doing acquisition retention marketing based on what your market and what your shop needs. This is Judy Haglin for the record. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Remarkable Results podcast content at RemarkableResults.biz. Remember, your learning curve never sounded so good.